1: For Memorial Day, get 15% off your borough purchase at burrow.com/acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Okay.
0: Come through, Queen. I wanna see you come through, Queen.
2: Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan
3: and this is Come Through Queen.
0: Oh my God, I'm alone. Oh my God, I'll never have anyone in my life.
3: Hey Brendan. Hello Daniel. Summer should be fun, but right now, man, is, are you having any fun?
2: It's so hot. I will say on Sunday this week, it was also so hot, but yeah. I was able to find some relief because there's a park near me that's on the river so, like, there was a nice little breeze, at least. But wow. other than that, like, these city streets, you know?
3: I know. And a part of summer that we have grown to expect has not been with us so far. And we got an announcement this past week that it is returning. And that's Big Brother. hmm We were worried that given COVID-19, how would this happen? Although it's kind of like made for it in a way. Right. However, like getting production together, I think it's difficult and like the different challenges they have to do and setting that all up. is probably not easy for a crew Mm -hmm. to do, but why don't we get into that? This is from the New York daily news, the popular CBS reality TV competition series hosted by Julie Chen Moonbez will kick off Season 22 with a two hour live all star edition on August 5th at 9 p.m. The network announced that the show will air Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 8 p.m. following the premiere. The yet to be announced cast of the show's all stars includes winners, finalists, legends, memorable personalities, and some of the best to never win the game. Strict safety protocols will be in play for the contestants who will be quarantined and tested for the virus multiple times prior to filming, then weekly once the season begins. Although the contestants on the popular show, which originally premiered July 2000, are already confined from the world, they will have limited contact with staff crew members who will also be tested prior to commencing work on a regular basis as well as screened daily for symptoms, the network said. They will be required to wear PPE and will work in pods to enhance social distancing. A COVID-19 compliance officer will be on staff to monitor and enforce all health and safety COVID-19 protocols. Other safety measures will include the disinfection of all supplies delivered to the Big Brother house. The weekly live eviction shows will also take place without an audience.
2: Wow. I mean... You said it's, like, the perfect show to commence during this time, but also, like, you, we also have to think about how much, like, crew goes into it, and they're all going home every day, and then, like, the audience stuff. It'll be so weird to have Julie in, like, that big room by herself. I wonder how they'll do that.
3: (laughs) It's also strange because, like, we've had the Celebrity Big Brother intermission for a few years, and now Mm -hmm. we didn't get it this past year.
2: And to be honest with celebrity once Celebrity Big Brother started, I cared more about that than regular Big Brother. Yeah. So I don't know. But there's been some rumored names of some fan favorites and others who may be joining. Um, yeah. we're not gonna like really go into that right now. You can find those lists online anywhere because when the cast is announced we want to do our classic care, don't care about it.
3: Yeah. But well, I think that's the thing, is like this is kind of a mix. Between a regular season and all and a celebrity season, in terms of like some of these people are now like celebrities in our heart of like the Big Brother Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Whereas meeting new friends is always hard. Like we always say that with Drag Race.
2: Totally. Like it's easier,
3: it's easier to jump into an all-star season than it is to jump into a regular season.
2: Mm-hmm. Sadly, none of the rumored people that I've seen yet are from either of the celebrity seasons.
3: That would have been so interesting.
2: Like, cast Brandy Glanville, please. Oh my god, could you imagine? I'm begging you.
3: How did you even like think of that as a possibility?
2: I, I, I it wasn't an original thought. I think um, Frank Feisty Frank on Twitter tweeted that last night.
3: Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you've, like, you've spun my world upside down. I, it's really sad, though, that, that I have not seen a Frankie Grande on a rumored list.
2: I know. I, he was on an early, early rumored list, I think.
3: That would have been life-changing. Because like when Frankie was on, it was like Ariana was a Nickelodeon star, and then the first album had like just come out. It was the
2: summer that problem was a big deal. Yeah. And so, like, the world was getting to know Ariana Grande in a major way, but nobody inside the house was.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: when Frankie Grande came out to save himself and said, well, my sister's a big pop star, yeah, everyone in the house was like, what the fuck? But, but by the next year, yeah. um, the Big Brother cast members, because he came and visited,
3: they all knew who she was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay, well, we'll definitely be checking in with... Big Brother, very soon. How long
2: is it going to be? Do we know?
3: I don't know, but I'm sure that given, like, production is fucked with everything else, CBS doesn't care that... Like, they usually wrap it up shortly after Labor Day. hmm I think this year they probably just don't give a shit.
2: Right. Do you remember the first season that aired on CBS All Access? It was, like, called Something Else?
3: Yeah. And it yeah. was,
2: like, a fall season, and they... Yeah had to be told that Donald Trump won the election. Yes, yes, yes.
3: (laughs) Okay. Uh, We also have some drag race news that came out of nowhere.
2: It truly came out of nowhere. So this is from Vulture. Is the RuPaul's Drag Race spigot running? Because our basement is flooded with content. On July 22nd, VH1 and World of Wonder released the first trailer for what is, by our count, the fifth Drag Race television show to air this year of our Rue 2020. For all of you stats queens, the other four are Drag Race Original, Secret Celebrity, All Stars 5, and Drag Race Canada, not to mention pre-2020 iterations like Drag Race UK, Thailand, and the infamous Drag U. RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review is a six-episode docuseries that follows, quote, six legendary drag queens in, in their Drag Race Live residency. If the Drag Race live show sounds familiar to you, that's because season 12, episode 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race earlier this year essentially served as an hour-long advertisement for the residency. Vegas Review will feature Asia O'Hara, Evie Oddly, Naomi Smalls, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo, Derek Barry, and Cameron Michaels in a pre-Rona Vegas as they shake their ostrich feathers and serve their best Nomi Malone on stage and off. The series premieres friday august twenty first are you excited
3: i'm I'm excited number one that they are giving us a minute
2: yeah literally like one minute, but yeah, so grateful for it
3: I'm excited for that i'm ex I like the fact that the cast is like not the usual suspect right like it's not a Trixie Mattel, it's not about Bob the drag queen. It's not a Monet exchange. It's not a Trinity the Tuck. We're getting like some of the people we don't see much of.
2: Mm-hmm. Though you naming like Bob the Drag Queen in exchange makes me want them on the show.
3: It's time to give like some of the other girls a, a minute, you know. I I know, but like these girls. So the the one I'm like not that excited for is Vangie just because like she is an example of someone who we are constantly getting from Rue. Also, I'm not into Cameron Michaels. I know, but I'm, I'm not into Cameron Michaels, but I'm curious to see what she'll bring to this.
2: I mean, I think we all know that Derek Barry will be an entertaining oh, person God. on a show like this.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: It's all about drama, not about the competition.
3: Yeah. The person that felt out of place for me was Evie Oddly.
2: Just because she doesn't seem like the type of queen who would thrive in this kind of Vegas review, right? Is that what it is?
3: No, I feel like when she was on her season, she was like almost kind of a loner. Mm -hmm. Like she wasn't really getting into it with the other girls so much. Like to me, she's super talented and like, I think a, a good performer. And obviously a winner, but I don't, like, her interacting with other girls isn't, like, one of the things that makes her interesting to me.
2: Yeah. I, the trailer did give me um, Vanderpump Rules energy a little bit, which I yeah. Like.
3: I mean, this goes without saying, like, Rue beat Lisa to the punch. Truly. Because we've been talking about a Vanderpump Rules Vegas spinoff for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. In terms of the rest of the cast, Asia O'Hara, I'm so excited to see.
2: Oh, same. She's the, my top favorite there.
3: Yeah. When this trailer dropped, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I need to know the timeline of this all. So the show premiered in Vegas, like January 30th.
2: So this filmed basically only over three months, if even that.
3: It's only it's only six episodes, number one. And number two, I would say, like, the actual show and the performances are probably going to be, like, half of it. I would say mm-hmm. half of it will be, like, leading up to it. Like, rehearsals and, like, preparing oh. and arriving, you know?
2: Oh, good point. Yeah. I um, did not think about that.
3: Yeah. So, in my brain, like, they probably started filming right after the holidays and probably wrapped, like... By the end of February. Okay. So like two months.
2: Totally. I don't really know how TV production works.
3: Yeah. I mean, this is essentially much like that episode in season 12, I think it was meant to be like an advertisement for this show. Mm -hmm. Like if things were normal, this show could have like just been a constantly an ongoing big thing with Queens coming in and out. Like, of the the cast,
2: totally one thousand percent
3: to keep it interesting and like keep, keep people coming back for more. Um, but these are the times we live in. And I did look up on the show's like information page, and they are selling tickets for January twenty twenty one.
2: Everyone's really optimistic. Yeah. I mean, Vegas Vegas is open. I keep on seeing ads for it. It's yeah. open. People are just wearing masks. And
3: sure, I don't know. I, will, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens there.
2: At this point, I'm like, we're never getting out.
3: <laughs> this is our lives now. now I w- like, if I were to return to Vegas and this show was up, I would definitely go. Okay. Last but not least, speaking about these times we are living in, Shannon Storms Bador posted on Instagram an announcement. It was a picture of her and her three daughters, and she wrote, This photo was taken pre-pandemic. Today, we are COVID-positive times four. The girls and I are blessed to be quarantining in the same house, but isolating in separate rooms. A huge thank you to all the medical personnel have been patiently guiding us through this illness, sending prayers to all of those affected. Praying hands, heart.
2: It's sad, but it's like... I don't know. I have a question about isolating in individual rooms. If you all have it, do you have to do that?
3: I don't really understand that because, like, I don't think you're going to get, like, I would assume you all infected each other. So it's not like you're going to get reinfected. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I have not heard about if a, a family or something is infected, them needing to be separate.
2: Right. Either way. It's also just interesting, like, this is bound to continue to happen. I mean, we've got OC filming together all the time. We've got Dallas filming together, and they're all wearing, like, face shields now. I don't know yeah. if you saw that picture. I saw yeah. it on Reddit or something. Yeah. It's just like, maybe just stay
3: in the house. Jersey's also in full swing.
2: Jersey's at the Jersey Shore, bitch, yeah. and they're all, like, partying all the time.
3: Sure. Sure. I mean, that's the main reason I brought this up was in terms of, like, obviously, like, hopefully everything is okay with Shannon and her family, but it's just interesting. Like, they were actively filming, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So, so like, then that means, like, everyone who was filming has
3: to quarantine, right? I would think so. <laughs> and the crew, and... It's everyone. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I, I'm, like, I'm... So curious to see what they cook up with what they have filmed. I know. Because it's got to be really difficult.
2: I know. Speaking of that, I wanted to briefly mention, like, we've talked about what Roni will eventually do for the reunion. Mm -hmm. And do you think the reunion is going to be filmed in the Hamptons? Oh. Or has it already been? been filmed in the hamptons oh. because did you notice that dorinda was out in the hamptons recently and has been out in the hamptons oh. all these people have been in the hamptons
3: yeah i think it was it maybe it's supposed to be filmed this week potentially yeah yeah that makes sense for it to be filmed in the hamptons
2: and i don't think that they would be eager to do like the pre-publicity stuff like the reunion being filmed today because like they don't want to necessarily tell on themselves until they can like present the full picture, you know.
3: Sure, but also I think this is it. Like it's such a great place for them to film because, as we know from going back to the first episode of New York the se- the series premiere mm-hmm. that which we are doing on our Patreon. They were in the Hamptons in episode one.
2: Mm-hmm. They could do it around Ramona's pool and hearken back to the first OC reunion.
3: Oh, my God. If they did it by Ramona's pool, that would be so iconic.
2: Mm-hmm. They could wow. yell at each other from different parts of the pool.
3: Yeah. Throw a torch while they're mm-hmm. at it. Um, I do... Okay, so I mentioned that we are revisiting... We revisited the Roni series premiere. This is part of a series where we are going back to the first episode of all of the different franchises. So this week was New York. One thing that I thought of while we were watching this was the first episode of New York, you're essentially meeting all the wives individually, and they like kind of tell their story a little bit. And with Luann, we get like we get a very condensed version of that. Housewives special episode that she got that time. Remember that, Brendan?
2: I know. That was 2017, maybe?
3: It was like VH1 Behind the Music Housewives edition.
2: And they picked Lou. Who knew why they picked Lou?
3: I know, but I was thinking th- that series is like the perfect thing for them to produce right now. Because mm-hmm. it's just interviews. Exactly. And like they pull some For Lou, I mean Lou was lucky lucky enough to have some like random old footage like from when she was in Italy and like that like local network thing she was doing. So they pieced together like enough interesting stuff. There's a number of housewives they could do this for present day, especially the famous ones. Yeah.
2: Tweet at Andy. Yeah. You, Dan, and then also everyone.
3: He he tends to ignore my tweets. Uh, but I, that, I mean That would be a great thing for us to come back to it During these times
2: Should we start a petition? Yeah
3: Okay. Remember let,
2: like the White House used to have petitions And you would, if it got a certain amount of signatures Then they would have to respond to that Yeah, yeah, yeah That would be perfect for right now
3: Sure Okay, let's get into The most recent Beverly Hills episode Let's go. We're picking up with Kyle's black and white party. Which I was worried that we were not going to last time around. But luckily we do. We're picking up with like the, the Camille versus Teddy. And it's like, who cares? Even Teddy doesn't care because she doesn't I mean, want to engage.
2: Is it true that Teddy was supposed to be a friend of if Sutton got the diamond this season and then they had to bump her up?
3: I'm convinced. But like, why do they have to bump her up?
2: I don't know just like to have a lot of wives.
3: But that's just more money for the network to pay.
2: That's true, but have we gotten we've gotten I guess at Home Scenes of Teddy this season, right?
3: Uh I mean we got like that big Teddy event of them like going to um like her women's retreat.
2: Right. I still want to believe the rumors.
3: I know. I like and but it even if even if she was supposed to be a friend, it's not weird that that event took place. Like friends get events all the time. I mean, we went to Canada for Tanya. Yeah, we went to Marlo's wig party. Exactly. Also,
2: the rumors on the street. Speaking of Atlanta, is that Tanya has a peach? Oh Can't my god! Confirm
3: it here, but I will be doing cartwheels in the street if Tanya has a peach.
2: You always say that you would be doing cartwheels or that you're doing cartwheels. And I would like one day for you to send a video of you doing a cartwheel.
3: I mean, hopefully the news would bring me so much joy that it heals my busted wrist. That yeah. enables me to be able to do a cartwheel.
2: This wrist.
3: Yeah. Okay. So while we're at this party, Garcelle reveals that we're, she's missing Erica's sneaker night. The shoe dazzle event. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of people are online or annoyed that, like, Garcelle's missing so many events. But, like, I don't care. Pick and choose. Like, I don't feel, I don't feel like we're not getting Garcelle. I just feel like we're not getting Garcelle at every single scene. But that's fine.
2: Totally. I agree with you. But if it was anyone but Garcelle, you would not have the same outlook. Um. I think we, like, last week railed against, like, people skipping stuff. Because we were talking about like an older season or something like that, yeah. And I brought up the fact that Luann and Jill were able to skip Scary Island, and we don't like that. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. For this, I'm fine with it because I just feel like she she can do whatever she wants.
2: Also, she needs a second to get acclimated to the show. She already had all these like others, all this other stuff lined up.
3: Yeah. What's she supposed to do? Cancel coming to America too? No. Exactly. Okay. Um... Kim and Brandy are two sisters, as we know. We love. We love. Uh, Wilson Phillips is here to perform. Hold on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This was like Bridesmaids. Yeah. I would have invited um, Willem, Detox, and Mm. Vicky Vox to do Chow Down at Chick-fil-A.
3: Yeah.
2: Which is based on that Wilson Phillips song. It's actually really good. Yeah, yeah, It's a throwback to like 2013 or something like that, but it's a really good
3: video. Go watch it. So what's interesting during this performance is Brandy doesn't care because she's inside at the bar hanging out with Adrian and Paul.
2: This was my favorite scene. Like Brandy's talking about like dragging them for surrogacy.
3: <laughs> well, she's like, here's the surrogacy and pretending to have babies, like cheersing. <laughs> I uh, I was like, wait, you guys speak to each other?
2: <laughs> so weird. And, and I don't way- even think it was Paul. I think it was actually Adrian's man. Confirm oh. that she does have a man.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe Paul was not there at that moment. Um, Brand- I don't know, but Paul like, is sticking out of my brain. Brandy's like pouring a shot into a wine glass.
2: Messy, messy, messy. That woman versus in open bar. Oh my God. know who wins? No one. Because Brandy's on the
3: floor. (laughs) Oh my God. Denise, in her confessional, not knowing what a thruple is. Doubt it. Yeah.
2: And then the producer incorrectly explaining what a thruple was.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. Aaron pulls a U. And makes a roadie.
2: Love a roadie. You've, you've partaken in a roadie with me.
3: Um, yeah. Like when we were on our feet for the holidays.
2: Yeah. And when I think we were going to a paper
3: party one time. Okay. Like leaving your apartment. Yeah. I remember that. Actually, yeah. we walked over to like a paper magazine event.
2: Yeah. But now roadies are the way of the land here in New York City.
3: Yeah. Even though wasn't Cuomo like flirting with the idea of doing away with them?
2: I think he like kind of has. I think you have to get food if you order it to go drink.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's fine. But like I wonder if like they're just like, here's a tic-tac with your with your uh roadie.
2: Rise, the gay bar near me, was doing something similar. They were giving out like you know, those individual little bags of chips that you can buy in bulk.
3: Uh-huh.
2: They were, like, handing those out with uh drinks.
3: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So this Shoe Dazzle event. We got Ragamuffin coming in straight from the mall.
2: <laughs> I love this, like, faded jeans look.
3: A messy top bun, as per usual. I mean, you, she just, like, can't be bothered. You gotta appreciate her
2: commitment to this.
3: <laughs> it's like... She's like, you want to see Ragamuffin? I'll show you Ragamuffin. <laughs> at at the Shoe Dazzle, it's announced that we are going to go to Rome in honor of Erica.
2: Because she's going to be in Chicago? Is that
3: why? In, in New York, in Chicago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Rome is that- famously the New York and Chicago
3: of Italy. Oh, okay. Uh, I gotta say, and it's crazy to me that we have not gone to Italy since Dorit has joined the cast. But like, I'm so hyped for a fluent Dorit in Italy.
2: I love when Dorit speaks Italian.
3: I, scarpe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now Bucca de Beppo makes
3: more sense. It makes complete sense. I would not trust anyone more than Dorit to, to redo a room in Bucca de Beppo.
2: Except for Mr. DeBeppo himself.
3: Yeah. I gotta say, like, Dorit, like, truly firing on all cylinders in my heart, at least, right now.
2: Any scene she's in, she's bringing something fresh, too. And she's a housewife that we've had for several seasons now.
3: I know. I know you follow, I feel like you follow more of them on social media than I do, especially Instagram. Like, Instagram, I'm, I'm not crazy about following too many famous people.
2: Dan famously doesn't know how to use instagram really
3: yeah it, no but i've been getting better though you gotta admit
2: yeah my uh, favorite was the saga a few months ago where you didn't know how to add someone's post to your story
3: yeah that was hard <laughs> <laughs> but uh but to re- like is a joy to follow on instagram those beauty shots we got phoenix and jagger doing like at home recipes these days Mm-hmm. Uh, pk whenever he shows up is a is great to see him
2: you love PK. You're going to leave Alex for PK.
3: I just love the whole Kemsley family. Paul Kemsley, Kemsley. <laughs>
2: you need to start having fucking kids so your kids can socialize with
3: the Kemsleys. Would, would love to vacation with the Kemsleys in mm-hmm. Rome. Capri. <laughs> in Capri. Okay. Garcel and Sion.
2: Speaking of fresh, this scene was a delight.
3: That's like Rotten Tomatoes. This scene was 100% fresh.
2: hmm Right? Just like a new energy that we haven't really seen on the show yet. And it seems like they have remained friends or close-ish. We just saw they went and got what they claimed was a socially distanced <laughs> lunch together. But it's like, no, it's not. It's, it's not. People stop posting photos where you say you're doing a socially distanced whatever with people. Because you're really not.
3: Now, my favorite is when people are like... They're both wearing masks above their nose, which gotta give them an Academy Award for that. But hugging—I
2: know <laughs> like, it's so stupid.
3: I uh, love it. Love to see it. Okay, <laughs> so Alexia coming over to the Rena, the Rena Hamlins. At first, I'm like, "Why are you walking through these howled halls?"
2: <laughs> the way I think she's still 15 years old. Is like so <laughs> confusing to me
3: because she looks really, really young, right? She does. She does have a young face, a young spirit about her, uh, but she's there to help. Um, I'm just Amelia Gray,
2: a Delilah Bell, one Delilah of them.
3: Bell <laughs>
2: can't tell uh, the difference.
3: Amelia Gray, one of the one of the Bay Grells, the Grells, <laughs> <laughs> the Bay Grells, the Bay Grells, um. To help her find an apartment.
2: Her needs I get it like she's kind of a celebrity but like her laying out her needs like that really made me feel some type of way.
3: Yeah. Especially with like like what are you even what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Especially like in my fucking no security two floor walk up (laughs) (laughs) aspect. With fucking window units for AC.
3: Oh wow. Okay. So, Alex had a theory on this trip that we are doing it now so that Teddy can join us.
2: Oh, because she wouldn't be able to later?
3: Yeah, like later on in the season. But they're
2: almost wrapped also, because they've already shot the reunion.
3: Uh, But the reunion's not airing for another... Actually, I guess, yeah. What are we going to have, like three episodes of this? Maybe. And then probably one more. And then like a wrap up. We know there's scenes in New York of them visiting Erica Jane. But that was filmed like way after, I think.
2: Yeah. I mean, did Teddy already have her
3: kid by the time they went to New York? Uh, I don't was Teddy, Teddy in sh- New York? No, I don't think Teddy was in New York. I, you know, but like, remember last year with Beverly Hills? They filmed something like out of nowhere to talk about Lisa Vanderpump.
2: I know. And people were saying also that the Kim and Brandy in Kyle's bedroom scene was actually filmed last week. (laughs) Like after they got back from Rome.
3: Okay. I love that fanfiction. Let's talk about the Kim and Brandy scene. So, Brandy's supposed to wait in the car as Kim drops dresses off.
2: She is in the car, mic'd. You can hear her speak. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> but it's like she has to wait in the like you have to wait in the car. that's like when your parents go like to go pick up something in a store and they're like, Oh, just wait in the car and then it oh, feels,
2: waiting in the car
3: i hate i it felt like a million years, even though it was probably five minutes.
2: you know what I liked. I liked people watching you got to <laughs> choose what you listened to on the radio while you were there.
3: that's so sick
2: the a c blasting.
3: Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So who who should I think the Emmys nominations are coming out as this episode's going live. Who who should get the Emmy for this scene?
2: <laughs> I think Kim Richards really dug into the tool chest of her past acting career. Black and Black Snake Moan. Black Snake Moan. Escape from which mountain? Escape from which mountain? Two. Return to which mountain?
3: Yeah. Which mountains? Which?
2: Which mountains? Which? I think Kim gets it.
3: (laughs) That's so sick. She was so bad. (laughs) She's like
2: had her fucking. I dream of genie hair.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The styling. The styling was like what I would expect from like a coronavirus world styling. <clears throat> but like I mean that's that's actually one and the same because she's doing her own you know
2: Mm-hmm. Kyle was equally as bad like her calling the housekeeper she has a housekeeper now and asking yeah. for wine and water
3: yeah yeah what are you Jesus Christ you gonna do some magic tricks up in here yeah uh, Brandy's saying how like she's a bisexual everybody knows it and Kyle and- and their,
2: their reaction to that <laughs> oh I didn't know it <laughs> and they looked fucking scared.
3: <laughs> they looked so scared. <laughs> but like okay, so Brandy's saying like Denise is talking shit about t- Teddy. She's been living under her dad's shadow her whole life. Uh Brandy says Denise and Aaron have an understanding. They went to dinner, got wasted and made out in the restroom. And then she talks about the, some trip somewhere where they went to go record Brandy's podcast. And there was, like, supposed to be a rollaway bed.
2: It was, so the situation was Denise was in production for something. Okay. In, like, Northern California, I think. Sure. And then Brandy wanted to come to her podcast. Yeah. And so she brought her equipment up, and she, I guess there's text messages Brandy has released since, basically saying that Denise offering Brandy to stay in the room if she like wanted to save money and they yeah, could yeah. roll away bed, but I guess there was no roll away bed that was, was ever brought in, so they just slept together
3: uh yeah, I mean Brandy, like releasing these texts this past week as if she like solved the crime. I don't think like the texts proved anything, no, not really, yeah
2: I, don't I know. think I remember this happening. I want to say I was listening to like another podcast where Brandy was on shortly after recording her podcast with Denise.
3: And talking about it happening?
2: Not talking about the sex, just talking about how she is like friendly with Denise or close with Denise or something.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, And then we like zoom at like Zoom 18 hours after this big reveal. Mm hmm. And Teddy being the little shitster. Bring it up to Rena.
2: Teddy is a shitster, though that pink hair did look good on her.
3: Uh, I'm excited to go to Rome. Same. I'm glad Do everyone's there. we be in the house together. No. No way. Uh, like, wasn't it last year? Only like five of them went on the trip, and they stayed the, because of fires. Yeah, yeah.
2: And they stayed in that like chateau.
3: Yeah, that was a fun that was a fun trip. They at least got like
2: drunk and like had a fight at the house, which is yeah. what we want from our housewives, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I I have high hopes. Although I feel like the only thing we've really seen are like the clips from dinner of them fighting. Mhm.
2: Right? Yeah.
3: No. Yeah. Okay. Shall we move along to New York Housewives? Yeah, Concrete Jungle. We're preparing for Ramona's birthday party. And Ramona's like sick of everyone other than Leah, so she's dragging Leah around to go shopping for it. Or
2: venue, to view the venue.
3: Oh, yeah, to view the venue. Um, Ramona telling Leah to make sure you come with those tits really sent me. (laughs) And then it's interesting, like, getting the coronavirus at-home confessionals from Leah, post-hating Ramona. I love it. Because she's like, oh, this party's probably going to look like a MAGA rally. <laughs> Which, like, she probably would not have said at the time of this event. Mm-hmm. But, like, her view of Ramona is now, like, affecting her narration of this.
2: It's also interesting given Leah's mixed political history.
3: Exactly. Okay. We get Lou bringing Sonya to that Fortune Society event. That was awful. Yeah. I could have gone much worse, though, I gotta say.
2: It could have gone much worse, but it did feel like early Lou going to Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, and telling that laughing at that girl who said she wanted to be a model.
3: Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as bad as that though. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't
2: know. It was cl- it was close. It was bad in a different way, not exactly the same. I don't know.
3: Yeah. I mean it was like I think like at least this time, like the people who invited Lou there didn't appear to be like regretting that decision. Right like they were hyping up the fact that Lou is going to like do something for the women who are part of the program like at some future event.
2: Yeah, that was like a nice little thing of her wanting to give everyone a spa day.
3: Yeah, I think it would have been more successful if she had just left Sonia at home.
2: I know Sonia coming in with like the bags. The bags. <laughs>
3: What were yeah. in those bags? Yeah. I mean it's it's like it's impossible for Lou to talk about her experience like in a room filled with people who have been in prison for like years.
2: I know cuz in the scheme of things Lou's life was mildly inconvenienced. Yeah. And these people have been incarcerated for years and years and years.
3: Yeah. I. But I would love for her to get involved in, like, a, heart, a sincere and heartfelt way. I don't know if that's occurring off camera at all.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Lou, like, has been... Out of all the New York Housewives, Lou's involvement in, like, charity work seems more... Genuine than Mm. the others. Like, we've seen her at God's Love We Deliver multiple times. I mean, I guess some of that was because of probation.
3: Yeah. But
2: I don't know. Like, there's something maybe there, but who knows? She's also one of the most selfish people on earth.
3: So, Avery, Ramona, and Mario at a restaurant, uh, truly a precursor to quarantine. Quarantine.
2: Before they decided to give up.
3: Yeah. Uh, what did you make of this? I don't. Mm,
2: I used to be really for like them getting back together. I just like after seeing them go through quarantine and like these dinners to me, just I don't know. They're kind of babyish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Baby? <laughs> what does that mean?
2: I just think they're like tr- they're trying to prove something that's not necessarily true in my brain.
3: What are they trying to prove?
2: Like that they like have the best relationship that they get along. Everything's like hunky dory now and like whatever. I don't know.
3: I mean, I think. It's good for them to be able. It's good. Like Avery probably appreciates that they can be in a room together Mm -hmm. and like have a meal together. Totally. And like they probably acknowledge that she appreciates that.
2: Mm hmm. Earlier this year, I really wanted them to get back together, and I saw it, and then not so much anymore.
3: Mm -hmm. He lives in Florida.
2: Yeah. People don't ever return from Florida once they go, you know?
3: Yeah. So I was shocked to see another Leah McSweeney event with her sister, Sarah McSweeney.
2: We're roping Sarah in?
3: Back at the spa. (sighs) Don't you feel like we're setting something up here with Sarah McSweeney?
2: Yeah, but then, like... This conversation was
3: tough. Oh, talking about how the mom hates... Hates both of them, but especially Leah?
2: Yeah. It's like... What? (laughs) I mean, like... I have several siblings, obviously, and I guess, like, our mom loves us, so it's different. But, like, I would never say that to my sisters, even if it was true, which it's not, obviously. But, like, I don't know.
3: Well, I mean, like, I think they are probably, the two of them are closer with each other. So that's why they are saying it.
2: Yeah, it just, like, I don't know, it's a little weird. The whole family dynamic really is, like, screwing with me.
3: I Like, when are we going to get the brother in there, is what I want to know.
2: Good question. Do we have eyes on what he looks like? Yes. We I do. Up. He's hot. Yeah. Yeah. That well, was one I... of the early quarantine activities. I forgot about that.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, all the McSweenies. Good looking people. Good looking people. Yeah. I, I mean, if we are getting a shakeup, like the rumors are saying. Mm-hmm. I would not mind another franchise to have, like, a familial bond.
2: What would you think if both Leah's sister joined and Ramona's sister joined?
3: I don't think that will ever happen, because, like, they've they've tried out Ramona's sister, and we all know Ramona's sister is just not a star.
2: Yeah, everyone, everyone was surprised if Ramona's sister existed in this episode, which goes to show her last runaround on the show didn't yeah. work out well.
3: Now I I think what the rumors are is that it's Ramona, Sonia and Dorinda who are on the chopping block which mm. it would just be Lou and Leah to build the show around. That's wild. I know for like I wouldn't guess it to be Lou, but then like but like I guess she's given us all so much that like Bravo has faith that she can deliver more. I guess.
2: Yeah, I would guess. I would say uh, save Sonia. Yeah. Too in my brain of what I would like.
3: Yeah, I don't know, I, but but then what the rumors are saying is that they're waiting. I don't know if they're waiting for the reunion to after it's filmed or after it airs. Okay. I think it might be after it's filmed, to like see. What they're going to do with them.
2: Interesting. Where are these rumors from?
3: Like the dark web. I don't even know. <laughs> but, I, but I think we discussed this last week. That they probably are going to want to kick things into gear right away. Totally. Like they while we can stop. still film outside. Blah, blah, blah. They need stuff to be happening. They
2: need to get as much as they can out. Because we don't know the future.
3: Yeah. Especially like they could they could probably do a ton in the Hamptons. 1000%. Yeah. Okay. We got we're getting second rounds of confessionals and the Sonia one in the townhouse looked so good. I know. It was and like this goes to show what I was saying to you a few weeks ago they should have just scrapped that shit that they had. Mm-hmm. Like, the world would have carried on with a few episodes with a few less confessionals.
2: Not everyone's as brilliant as you, though. So...
3: Like, they clearly just needed to, like, pra- like practice it a few times and, like, work out the kinks. Because that Sonya one was as, like... If, you're, uh, if you were paying, like, 100% attention, like, you would think quickly that this is a a legit confessional
2: well i also think that like this particular production company that does roni didn't realize that the beverly hills ones were going to look so good compared Mm -hmm. to theirs yeah so like theirs were so low rent that they needed to like get it (laughs) gear
3: yeah yeah so we get like a weird flashback of Sonia speaking at upenn (laughs) with like Dorinda in the audience? Why didn't we see more of that?
2: Is that not an Ivy League school? It is! What, what, who?
3: Why was she invited? I, her daughter goes to UPenn, I believe.
2: Oh, that's why she was invited. Because, like, she was there to talk about business, but it's like, what businesses do you have? Like Sonya,
3: the Sonya New York Collection.
2: That is about as, like, high caliber as our merch store.
3: it's probably like the same (laughs) (laughs) purveyors of like (laughs) (laughs) not to knock it go to come through queen.com slash store and check it out Um, but in the same the same day she goes out to the gay bars in Philadelphia and gets kicked out singing hello dolly and we reported on that
2: we on this very podcast. On the very page six article that they're reading.
3: Yeah. I love these full circle moments when we like revisit something that we've already discussed. The fun thing is that it's like a townhouse like
2: bar. Yeah. Like old gay piano bar. Or do you think it's more like Murray's crisis?
3: I don't know. Uh, I mean, there was only a very short window in my life when I was going out to the gay Philadelphia and it was also almost. Um, it was like fifteen years ago.
2: <laughs> Did you live there?
3: I went to college.
2: Oh yeah. Of oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I I couldn't even tell you like. Besides Woody's, that Woody was like the only, I
2: even know about Woody's.
3: That's like the only one that stuck with me, really. Okay, so like. This is like what has everyone wor- worried about Sonia.
2: We're back to worrying about Sonia. It's been a few seasons. It's
3: been a it's been a few minutes, yeah. Uh we're at Dorinda's trying on outfits for this party where we all have to wear black and everyone's essentially refusing to wear black.
2: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. In the uh Dorinda has an India Farah breastplate. Oh my god. I wish she showed up with
3: that. That would have been so much fun. I'm, surpri-
2: I'm actually like surprised she didn't. Because that seems like something she would actually do, you know?
3: It does, it does, it does. Okay. We're at the party. This was some masterful editing by the team.
2: I'm so proud of them. I think it's, like, it's really good and smart also because I think people have been complaining about everyone being so drunk in every episode. So for, like, the editors to switch up things in a way that makes the show more fun so we don't always have to focus on, like, just everyone being wasted. And then doing this this counter up of uh, all of Ramona's friends. Chef kiss.
3: So I don't even remember who number one was. But Ramona's friend number two was Arlene. None other than friend in our head, Liza Minnelli.
2: Dan, tell us about (laughs) the journey you took. Because I think you tweeted something about Arlene, and then I think you got a tip that led you down a wormhole.
3: Yes, yes, I did. I did.
2: Tell us about that.
3: Okay. <laughs> well, the precursor is like, if you're a true fan of the show, you have noticed this woman at least once a season and you noticed her in the, in the series premiere, apparently. I miss that. Like, She's even in the series premiere. Like, Blinken, you miss it. Uh, she's always in the background and looks... I mean, she doesn't look like Liza Mel. She looks like style, her style inspiration, like haircut... Uh, maybe makeup, is a little Liza Minnelli-esque.
2: Yeah, and also, like, compared to Ramona's other friends who, it's a sea of blondes, with all similar. Yes. Looks and feels, because they all go to the same people. So yeah. then, to see this woman, who also looks, I would say, in an older generation than Ramona does.
3: She She kind of looks like, um... Like a Mama D contemporary,
2: yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. So well, anyway, Mama
2: D's, Mama D's secretly like old, old.
3: Oh, I know, I know. But like a Mama D, like the young mom, the young Mama D that she sells to us is like mm-hmm. what I picture this woman to be around. You know? Yeah. Okay, so I got a tip on Twitter that this woman Arlene and Liza Minnelli. Seem to be friends. They friends. What close friends, like actual friends, but that's like the, the that wasn't the tip, it was just simply like a picture of the two of them. It's like, oh, they're friends. So I start Googling, like, now that I know who this woman's name is, I could Google Arlene and Liza Minnelli, which mm-hmm. led me down to the fact that this woman's name is Arlene Lazar, married to Dr. Alan Lazar, a famous dentist who created the mouthwash product plaques. I found an article from nineteen eighty-nine talking about like his him producing plaques, which like I don't have you have you heard of that before or, or not? I
2: have, yeah, I think yeah. so.
3: It's kind of it's like a less popular Listerine. Mm-hmm. Essentially. But I think it probably does more for like mouth. Dental care. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in the article, it mentions how he is Liza Minnelli's dentist. Uh, Dr. Alan Lazar and Arlene Lazar apparently became like pro- producers, maybe on Broadway or just like just producers in the New York scene. Our close friends with Liza Minnelli. Arlene was a bridesmaid to Liza Minnelli for Liza Minnelli's wedding to David Guest, the famous wedding with like Michael Jackson and Liz Taylor. Mm -hmm. And here Arlene Lazar is (laughs) like, and if you Google Arlene and Liza, there's like 20 pictures of them together. I posted a bunch of them on our uh, come through queen Instagram. There's a story highlight if you missed it and want to catch up. Guys, this had me, my head spinning. Because all these years I've been calling this woman Liza Minnelli and for her to actually be friends (laughs) with her.
2: It's truly, truly wild. There's so many parts of it that are crazy. The Liz Taylor, Michael Jackson stuff. The David Guest, David Guest famously went to the Big Brother UK house. And, um... When Tiffany Pollard was told that David Bowie died, she thought that Bowie's ex-wife was talking about David Guest, who is in the house. Oh. And she has a beautiful meltdown that everyone should Google if you haven't seen it yet.
3: Wow. Okay, so I'm just like so glad we now know who Arlene is. Like I've ridden an elevator with her in real life.
2: Wow. I, I wonder how close her and Ramona actually are.
3: Well, now we know like why Ramona keeps her so, so close in the orbit in order to like, be on that Liza Minnelli uh, friend circle.
2: I know it's so New York rich social circles so weird because it can go from like Liza Minnelli to Ramona Singer to like Ivanka Trump in like oh yeah a pop skip and a jump
3: yeah. So I was so upset when they end up. Doing the Mexico announcement, and Elise is nowhere to be found,
2: I know like at this point when she's so ingrained and then they just leave her, it's not I like think... she fades
3: out, yeah, I mean, like we're at like like at one of the peaks rather than a valley of like L- Elise's involvement in this season.
2: it sucks, they really. New York, especially, does not treat Friends of the Housewives properly or encourage them to, like, stick around, which I hate.
3: Yeah. Okay, finally, Lou got a new confessional. She's not using a potato anymore for her <laughs> microphone. I mean, God. I mean, I already made that point, but I wish they had just scrapped all that shit. Mm-hmm. The Dorinda-Sonia moment was emotional. <laughs> The I'm Your Raft.
2: That is, yeah. It is interesting how far they've come, though. It's nice, I guess.
3: Yeah. I mean, to me, New York, more than most of the franchises, has, like, such interesting relationships among the women.
2: Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, watching season one, or watching the premiere, it's also, like, Ramona's still with us, Lou's still with us, Jill's still in the mix, like, Bethany is just out of reach you know we're still talking about her (laughs) still talking about her so it's like it has so much history compared to like OC
3: it was funny when Ramona was justifying like kind of ignoring Sonia's birthday in the past by bringing up the two parties she threw for Sonia
2: years and years ago One was season four and then the other was when
3: And the other was the joint party with Dorinda. Oh, yeah. And they were both such sad parties.
2: I know. Oh, no, that one was... The one in season four was actually, like, lit. But it It also was was, her
3: her anniversary party. Yeah. It was weird. Okay. the, The Lucia involvement near the end of this episode with the... Chiron, Sonya insists she's better friends with Lucia than Ramona.
2: God. I mean, Lucia, if we are going to keep Sonia and Ramona, I feel like Lucia needs an apple.
3: Yeah. Now, I don't really understand, like, how things took such a turn all of a sudden.
2: I think just, like... The non-Ramona women were just, like, feeling themselves and each other and just getting, like, wasted in a corner and yeah. decided to just, like, act out.
3: I feel like they were probably filming for a while and, like, probably nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, everything went to shit.
2: hmm I mean, all of a sudden, like, Leah's, like, dresses hiked up. Yeah. And she's humping Lou and then like Dorinda's humping her then Elise and Sonya are somehow in the mix there's the big flower.
3: Sonia's stomping on the glass.
2: <laughs> yeah and then once Ramona once first Ramona's sister comes over and like tries to like gently reprimands yeah. and then Ramona comes over and then that's when like shit hits the fan and like Leah's yelling at her. That's when Sonya starts stomping.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Why was she stomping? <laughs> like, you would think after one stomp, you would notice the glass shattering, but she's <laughs> like, like, going to town. Like, seven years bad luck. Uh, Ramona screaming, I'll fucking quit the show right now. Wow. That was wild.
2: And it also makes me think about, like, how many times these, like, quote unquote OGs have broken the fourth wall this year. Yeah. And, like, did they have a phone combo or something? Like, were they, like, did NeNe, Vicky, Ramona all get on the phone and be like, we are the bosses here. We have all the control. We have all the power. Yeah. I mean, in my brain they did, but it's obviously not not true. It's just coincidentally them all having the same behavior in the same span of time.
3: Well, I mean, they're they're kind of ripping all the band-aids off at the same time. Like, Mm -hmm. even though Jersey and OC um, aired In the past, like, this was filming around then.
2: Right. You know?
3: Yeah, so that's New York, baby. Let's tie up All-Stars.
2: Yes. So, we had a very important episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5 air on Friday.
3: How do you feel about the way they did a quote-unquote reunion?
2: I mean... I like that they thought ahead and I guess knew that COVID was coming so we couldn't have a tradition reunion.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I like that they didn't have Rue do it because I find Rue interviewing the girls to be so boring. Mm -hmm. Especially the way, like they follow the same format in terms of like, okay, we have to talk about the queen who got kicked off first and then the next queen and then the next queen. But it's more interesting to me having them talk about it amongst themselves rather than Rue like, speaking directly to the, the girl who got kicked off.
2: I know because the way Rue does it just like, like dampers any conversation that's actually going to happen. Yeah. And it's so we go point by point point. we don't really have a real conversation. So I'm glad that they did. I mean, in future instances, would I like a reunion and maybe Michelle be at the helm because oh. I feel like she would handle it a lot better. Yes.
3: Yeah. I mean, Rue doesn't watch the show exactly and rue
2: once she's done with the show just like leaves these girls michelle ends up have ends up working with all of these girls is on tour with all of them eventually so like she forms a bond with them i mean she hosts what you pack in every week yeah. and like has a real conversation with each of these girls as they're leaving so yeah. it would just be much better
3: how did you feel about us having a top three rather than a top four
2: I like the return to what we used to know, especially with such a small cast this season.
3: Yeah. Because looking back at uh, All-Stars 4, it's weird having Naomi, Monique, Monet, and Trinity all there.
2: Yeah. I mean, I did like, like I like when they do four and it's a song and they each have their verse. That's fun. But I don't like the idea of, like, eliminating someone before the very end. I like them all being up there. The three Mm. of them being up there and just crowning.
3: Yeah, yeah. How did you feel about the song? Oh, it's...
2: It's like... After having Read You, Wrote You, and Categories be so successful in that format... Why, why are we in this weird room again that has nothing to do with the rest of the season? Why is it sound mixed so poorly? I can barely hear the lyrics that any of I mean, these are saying. I know. Like, I know nothing about sound mixing or audio, but like, <laughs> I, I just know that I couldn't hear what they were saying.
3: I know. Last All-Stars that slow down Super Queen was terrible, but at least you could hear them. But I still didn't enjoy mm-hmm. myself with that. This was just so chaotic. I could not make sense of what was going on. Especially it was like a song that I feel like we really didn't know at all.
2: Yeah. Usually they're familiar in some way.
3: Yeah. What, was, just, like, what was the the um, season 12 song? I don't even remember. What's season 12
2: also before? wasn't ideal. Like... I want to go back to season nine, all stars one, um, or two rather season all stars three, all stars three had a fucking good song. Yeah. Kitty girl and kitty girl. Like we were in a different environment, but we made our
3: way to the main stage. Yeah. Even, even season 11 and 10 had okay songs. Uh, they were my favorite. The American, I mean the Aquaria, um, Aquaria and Eureka's Verses in America stick out for me Mm -hmm. and then I actually I really like the season 11 one even though I was annoyed by the fact that they kept Vanjie and had five people in it. Oh yeah that was so weird. But like a lot of the verses in that song are really good like Mm -hmm. Heavy's is good Brooklyn's is good. I love Silky Nutmeg screaming like Twirl! Now Twirl! (laughs)
2: yeah I just think like I hope next season they get back to the main stage
3: yeah well it's also hard when they do two like because they filmed the two seasons on top of each other so like they can't learn lessons about what went right or wrong in one season like of all stars or earlier and then Mm -hmm. like fix it for the other companion season totally so yeah but uh, we, what did we lip sync to? Oh, the Janelle, Janelle Mon- Monet song, which like, I'm sorry, Juju and Cracker, but that was like Shay's to win.
2: I know. And I mean, like, uh, Sasha Valor posted a video of Shay doing a Janelle Monet song, like, in the past, and she was wearing mm-hmm. the outfit that she had worn during the... Performance.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Janelle gave her a shout out.
3: Yeah. How did you feel about the final looks?
2: Okay. They were all great. Yeah. But Juju B, one of the best looks to ever be on the Drag Race main stage.
3: Yeah. I mean, Juju B's look was so good. And I mean,
2: like, Shay's look was insane and amazing, but it was like it was a Silhouette and a look that I've like seen before, you know, like similar, but it was still incredible and amazing.
3: Yeah. And I mean, like cracker looks great too. I mean, I, but the the funny thing is like, I liked Shay's like lip sync performance look more than the, like your best drag.
2: And it's good because that was her crowning look.
3: Yeah. Although I got to say though, her story fixed it all for me. Like once she explained why she did this look, I was like, "Oh, like now I'm into it." Like with the and mom, we got to see
2: the picture of the mom in the same dress—not the same dress, but like yeah. a similar dress. No, it yeah. was great.
3: Yeah, it's just
2: what Juju B did. For me, it's like Juju B was the reason I started liking Drag Race, mm-hmm. and. Season two and All Stars one. I mean, her looks like she said it herself. She looks like she like got dressed at the mall, like that. Is, it's whatever. So for her to like elevate this much sure. is like a feat. I think.
3: Yeah, I thought her story was was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like. I'm so happy. Shay won because like we've. Wanted it's a, even before All Stars 5 cast was announced. It's just like, when is Shay gonna be on All Stars show so she can win? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's like a queen in the canon of Drag Race that needed to win more than Shay.
2: Agreed, that's why, like, so well deserved. And she was really smart by how she went around about doing All Stars because she was obviously asked for All Stars 3. Yeah, But I watched What's You in with Michelle Visage. Uh-huh. And she was like, I literally didn't have clothes because I had just finished season nine. So, sure, like, sure. what am I going to do?
3: Yeah. No, she was definitely smart about it.
2: And then she said she was asked for All-Stars 4, but she didn't want to compete against some of her friends. Like, she mentioned mm. Naomi, Latrice,
3: and I think maybe Manoa.
2: And okay. she was like, I just, like, didn't want to do it against, like people who are close friends to me.
3: But isn't that interesting? They would know who the other people coming on are? Well, I think the queens talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be fun for Pep to round it out and give us a top four season nine all-winner cast. That would be amazing. But at the same time, like I don't feel... Like I feel like there's there's just so much Pep can do, and I don't like Mm. I don't feel the burning need for her to win a season as much as I did for Shay.
2: I agree with that, though she is like a delight to have on our TV screens.
3: I I want her like taking over the show to host. So that's All Stars, love it. Can't wait to like come back in a few weeks and watch the Las Vegas Review.
2: (laughs) I'm excited for the Las Vegas Review. I'm just like. There's something about Friday nights in quarantine being exciting because of Drag Race.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, we have not known a quarantine without Drag Race.
2: Mm -hmm. And it's like appointment viewing. Like, it's something to look forward to after a slog
3: of a week. Yeah. But I do like that we don't have to watch Las Vegas Review. Live. Live. Like, we can get to it when we get to it.
2: I like watching things live. That's why I'm bummed out. I'm missing, um, or I miss Below Deck Med.
3: Oh, wow. Sad. Sad. Okay, well, you are a freak, but the one true freak of the week this week is Elise confirming to us us people on Twitter, you people as I like to call them, (laughs) uh, (laughs) that Bravo is not inviting her to the reunion. I don't get it.
2: She's been such a big part of the season.
3: Yeah. Like, it'll be weird to talk about what happened between her and Ramona without her there. Is it for
2: COVID reasons? Like, less people on set is safer if they're doing a reunion in person?
3: Couldn't they, like, phone her in? Yeah, phone a friend.
2: Bring an iPad. Bring a a least 5,000.
3: Plus, also, how safe is it? Like, she and Leah have been hanging out nonstop. I know. I mean, I, th- I think they finally did stop hanging out in person, but like, they had been hanging out for like a week.
2: I mean, at this point, everyone's fucking breaking the rules in different ways, and happy to tell you about it.
3: Yeah. Okay. And then, obviously, our one true queen is the one true queen.
2: The one true queen, Shea Coulee maybe one of the most deserving winners in drag race history.
3: She didn't come to play, she came to slay.
2: Do you think they'll ever do an all winner season?
3: The good thing is that now we have so many winners that it's not weird for one or two people to not be there.
2: Right. We wouldn't have to have all of them and then there's like and it also feels like the winners seem eager to like get back in there.
3: I mean, I think... Um, what's her face? Uh, the clown. What's her name? Bianca. Bianca. I think Bianca has said numerous times she will never do it.
2: Yeah, it's like her and Tyra are like the nose,
3: I think. Well, Tyra, I don't think they would want to bring her on. Right, she did certain to bomb drag
2: DragCon, jo- I think. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think Alaska's been talking about it. I think... Raja's even been talking about it. And I think like Jinx has been talking about it. I think yeah. Bob's been talking about it.
3: The the problem with an all-winner season is it really tarnishes your legacy to be the first one out.
2: I know, to be the loser of the all-winner season, but it's also like, at this point it's a TV show Yeah. and it's like, it would be good to have the gig and the paycheck.
3: Yeah. and I, And I'm sure they could come up with a way to like do it with respect,
2: or like do a like actual no elimination season and mm-hmm. it like be some other like points based thing?
3: Oh, yeah, like we've talked about that before in the past,
2: and I think that's I think when all Stars Two premiered, we thought we were getting something like that, yeah, yeah, because Rue wasn't clear with the rules of the first episode, sure,
3: anyways, okay, we'll see. yeah, well, that's been it for this week. What a delight. great delight. shows all around. We mentioned it before, we're continuing our fun series premiere series on our Patreon. We did OC two weeks ago. We did Roni. Um, next week on the Patreon, we're going to be finishing up our DC journey with a reunion. So that's going to be exciting. And we have Potomac back in our lives for next week's episode. So that's very exciting as well. Uh, so Brendan, we can find you at not Brendan. We can find me at IDKIDK. Head over to the Instagram page. It's at Come Through Queen Podcast. Everywhere else online, we're just at Come Through Queen. Twitter, Facebook, join the community, chat with us. And I think that's it. Like, comment, subscribe, heart show, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.